You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. We're your host, Stephanie Gerard And Katie Hilton. And this week we are headed back to sunny San Diego to get the local lowdown from local Whitney Eckes. You know, Katie, not that I needed any more convincing on why we need to go visit San Diego ASAP after interviewing Scout Sobel a couple weeks back, but this conversation that we had with Whitney just really sealed the deal. I mean, speaking of the, the speakeasies, <laughs> speaking of the speakeasies, um, the weather, everything to do. I mean, it's a no brainer. I don't know why we don't live there. Yeah. And something must be in the water out there because both San Diego girls we interviewed are such strong entrepreneurial boss women. And it was awesome that both conversations, we not only got the local lowdown of San Diego, but we got to hear their stories and their backgrounds and their business journey. Thing. Yeah. Whitney has quite the impressive resume. Um, she started her career perfecting the practices of growing brands and businesses in the digital space. At the vibrant age of 22, she became the founder and CEO of Echis Marketing, which is a creative communications agency based out of San Diego. Echis Marketing under Whitney's leadership has elevated brands such as Marriott, Hilton, SoulCycle, and ClearStay. I mean, those are huge through social media marketing, influential, influencer, 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 influencer relations, branding, experiential events, and creative strategy. But her story does not stop in the marketing world as a serial entrepreneur. Whitney has her hands in five businesses today, but the one that is currently shining the brightest get super an instant coffee brand fused with CBD. So good. You won't believe it's instant. For those seeking energy sans the jitters, her sharp eye for the digital landscape combined with her entrepreneurial spirit make her the go-to gal you call up when you're ready to dream big. Whether it's digital marketing, a product-based venture, or learning how to juggle multiple businesses, Whitney has the serious influence to get it done. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right, everyone. We are here in San Diego, California with local Whitney Eckes. Whitney, thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown of San Diego, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a serial entrepreneur. I have been in the marketing game for gosh, the last, I think we're approaching nine years and, um, started out really marketing hospitality groups. So I was started my own agency, went after it and, um, started marketing hospitality groups all in San Diego. Um, from that point, I was kind of driven into the e-commerce space through the pandemic, got really familiar with product-based businesses, especially on the online front. And, um, just recently launched my own product-based business, which is Get Super. It's an instant wellness beverage company. And our whole mission and vision is just to promote wellness and make your day a little bit super with our instant stick packs. I love the branding. Thank you. Katie, I was just about to say that. You stole my line. Oh, so the branding sorry. is so good. The branding's so good. 
Thank you. Um, we're, we're huge on branding and obviously we're a creative marketing agency. So like we just let our team kind of go ham on it and it's been so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie and I both come from agency backgrounds. So we totally respect everything that you do. We know that it's long hours, it's not easy, but, um, yeah, you're killing it. Wait, tell us a little bit more about super. So like how, or get super, how did you, how did you come? Oh my God. Sure. English. How did it start? <laughs> There we go. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, um, basically get super started in 2020. I was diagnosed with, um, severe anxiety disorder and depression. And, um, actually I acquired the business when it only had one product and there was really no sales, no audience. It was just this basic formulation of a hemp infused instant coffee. And, um, I was actually bugging the guy. I was like, why aren't you doing marketing? Why are you doing like anything with this? And, um, we had had them seed one of our marketing events and I started trying it. I'm like, wait, this is like the shit. Like I'm putting like CBD oil in my coffee right now. Like it's not holding like the same amount of potency that it could. And so basically he was like, cool. Like I'm based, I don't want anything to do with it. Like, do you want to buy it? And I was like, yeah. So I acquired the company and from there we did like this huge, like reformulation across everything, like branding, the formula, like all the next products that we're coming out with, which are, you know, focused to drive, like help, you know, health and wellness with sleep, with your day to day, with your energy, everything like that. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about gets, I mean, that's how it kind of started was really like, I was looking for something. I was walking through this insane mental health journey, like alone and, um, hemp kind of really helped me with my anxiety. It helped me not have to give up my morning cup of coffee. And from there, I was like, there's also a lot of things that I need other help with, like my sleep, like, you know, different supplements, like throughout my day and things like that. So that's our, that's like the vision and the mission and where we're taking it. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for that introduction. That's very exciting. I love that you are changing the market and helping with mental illness. Like that's just, it's great. But back to the, like a local, why should someone consider coming to San Diego? Oh my gosh. Okay. So let me just like preface my like childhood real quick. So I was born and raised out in Eastern San Diego. So I was born in like I was out in Alpine, which is like the mountains of San Diego. Okay. So you jump on the eight freeway, which if you are from San Diego, you know what the eight is and you just go East. So that's where I was born and raised. Now my mom in middle school moved to Tennessee. So I, three years for three years, I lived in Tennessee. Awesome. Beautiful, super sick. Amazing. Then in college, I lived in orange County. I lived there for about four years and I can say this, I've traveled, I love traveling, I love doing all of it, but there is something about the San Diego culture that is so relaxing and it feels like home while still giving you everything that you want. You're close to the desert, you're close to the mountains, you're close to LA, you're on a beach coastal city with people that like the whole culture inside of San Diego is like this lifestyle and wellness and like living in the sun and like getting to experience like the ocean and like anything that like really encompasses like your own lifestyle. So if you want to go to San Diego, you're probably going to end up falling in love with it. And it's one of those, it's one of those towns where it's just big enough, but it's also just sleepy enough where it's, it has this really awesome, like happy marriage of both. And for me, like going and living in Tennessee and then living in Orange County and I do a lot of work in LA, like there, it just feels like home. Like it's, 
it's really awesome. We've, we've also seen a huge like reckoning and like awakening and like the food and beverage space. Like we've had these awesome new restaurants and hotels and like really cool things come through to like downtown and little Italy is like specific, like specifically. And so there's, if you ever come down to San Diego, there's a lot to visit. There's a lot to see, but also too, you're going to get like a really healthy mix of like a little bit of everything. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm clearly, I'm drinking our own Kool-Aid here, but I, I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never been. And I like cannot after we interviewed scout uh, a couple months back or a couple weeks back. And after like hearing her talk about it and now you, it's like, Oh my God, I really want to go. You know, she's like my best friend, right? <laughs> oh, you guys are. I saw that yeah. you were at her book launch and I was like, Oh, they're, they're little, they're friends. No, she's um, literally one of my best friends. I've known her for like, I think almost four years now, but she's, she came into my life hard and fast. And we've been friends ever since. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, so I know that San Diego, it's like perfect weather all the time, but do you have a specific season that you would recommend someone to come visit? Ooh, um, you know, I would say like our summers are like the best. And the reason why is because it's like never like ridiculously hot. Like it gets like, you know, in the nineties, sometimes we'll have like in August, like we'll push a hundred, but like down by the ocean, like it's beautiful. And it's, it really is like sunny and 75, like you're around in San Diego. Um, but the summers are just awesome. They're warm. They're beautiful. I mean, I like, I love fall here, but I'm also, again, I'm a little bit more Eastern. So like, there's a lot of fun things to do around like October, November time, Mm -hmm. like, especially if you go up to the mountains or you go see Julian, um, you could see a little bit change of season up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, seasons here, are, there's not a ton again, it's always sunny in 75. So I would say summers are the best bet. Cause there's always something going on. Ugh, it's a dream. And then before we get into where to stay, let's talk about like logistics. Can we rely on Uber for transportation or like Lyft or do you guys taxi? Should we yeah. rent a car? For sure. Uber for sure. Lyft. Okay. Yeah. There's not a big like metro situation or like anything like um like public transportation it's not really a thing down here we have like the bird scooters everywhere if you guys like like bird scooters oh but- wait side note this past <laughs> week my little sister came and visited me in charlotte and we lime we have lime scooters here yeah so much fun i they can have all my money. They took all my money this past week. I limed <laughs> everywhere and it's so fun. They go so freaking fast. They go so fast. It's like, oh, this is a little dangerous, but it's it's so thrilling. I love so, it. It's so funny because San Diego is like notorious or like we're known for being like a huge test market for like major corporations, like anything. Like when McDonald's was thinking about um serving breakfast all day nationwide, they tested in San Diego, which oh. was like my favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> Um, and same thing with all of the bird scooters, the lift bikes, Lime scooters, like all of that. Like there was actually a point in downtown where they, I mean, it kind of pissed off San Diego a little bit, but they actually took away parking to incorporate all these, all this like public transportation parking for scooters and bikes, Mm -hmm. which was insane. Um, but no, there's, there's, you can always find a way to get around. And also to like, the thing about San Diego is that everything's just about a 20 minute drive, like anywhere. So you're, it's really central again. It's just like big enough or it's just small enough to be big or just big enough to be small. Like it's, it's really easy to navigate and get around here. I love that. It kind of sounds like 
Not really, but it kind of sounds like a much, much, much larger Charleston. Have you ever been to Charleston, South Carolina? No, I haven't, but I've heard amazing things. You should come visit and like, we can like meet up there. Let's do it. It's such a fun town. I love that. But it like, we both like on different, different, like years, both of us, Stephanie and I, um, had interned there for the summer and it's just like a big little city or it's a little big city. Yes. It's that's exactly how it is from San Diego for sure. Yeah. It's really cool. It it feels like a community, but it's still, yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I mean, um, and my husband might be going to a conference in February. So in San Diego, so we may need to go with him. Yeah. Come down, come check it out. It's great. Okay. That's the perfect time to like now we can start planning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Which is a great segue into our first segment, which is where to stay. So if you could break down, um, like kind of the different neighborhoods and then tell us where to stay based on vibes. Yeah. Okay. So San Diego is kind of like, has, I mean, all the neighborhoods, all the little boroughs, right? So you have like, I'm going to kind of stick with like your core neighborhoods here. Okay. So you have downtown, which is obviously your skyline, your downtown area. Then you have right next to downtown, little Italy, little Italy is amazing. It's super cool. It has great farmers markets, great, like walkability. Um, so here's kind of what I would suggest. I would suggest staying in downtown, stay at the Pendry. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's one of the newer hotels that are, that is there. Um, there's also, gosh, there's like, there's a couple other really good hotels down there, but I would say the Pendry for sure. It's just very Instagrammable. It has, um, lionfish. It also has Oxford social club, which is kind of like an, like a club slash slash lounge. And then they have their pool, which is beautiful. Um, so I would say it's like a pretty base level, good place to stay. And then I would go visit little Italy. And if you get time to go up into like North County and go see like anything stemming from like La Jolla all the way up to like Encinitas and like get to drive that drive and just go pop into all the cool like bars and restaurants and coffee shops and things like that. Like you're going to get a true taste of San Diego by just doing that drive. And again, it's like pretty good drive, like may take you a couple hours, but it's definitely worth it. Um, are you more of an Airbnb or hotel girl? Hotels, but I think that's because my background's in hospitality. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny ever since. So like I said, we interviewed scout and then we interviewed Maddie and they both were like, I like, what's the hype about Airbnbs? Like it's the same price as hotels and like hotels. And then it hit me like, they're so right. Like what is, unless you're saying with like a huge group, like why am I looking at Airbnbs? I've never, I've only like, yeah, I've only ever done Airbnbs for like a bachelorette party or like a group setting, but I was actually even looking like for me and my boyfriend, like my birthday's coming up and like, I was like, should we like go to like Joshua tree or like somewhere Mm -hmm. like, like Jackson hole or somewhere cool. And like, we were looking at Airbnbs and like, holy shit, like this is actually kind of expensive <laughs> yeah. and I have to like clean and like, yeah. I have to supply the food. Like I was exactly. like, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I totally agree with them. That's so funny that they said that they would, I can totally see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have any other hotel recommendations before we move on? 
You know what? There's one that is getting a major revamp. It hasn't gotten yet, but I, it hasn't gotten it yet, but like, I would highly suggest it's also just very iconic. And North park is like such a good neighborhood to go walk through. It's a very like artsy. Um, it's almost like, could be like considered like somewhat of like an art district, but it's also like where a lot of our, um, there's a lot of craft breweries in North park. So it's really cool to go walk around. It's really cool to go out and go drink or go to dinner and things like that. Um, but it's called the Lafayette and it's stunning. Um, it's again, super like it's, it has some historical background to it. I'm not super familiar with it, but it's beautiful. Like you walk in and the pool is like kind of like the moment and everything around it's like this, like black and white, very like, um, I don't want to say like French Riviera, but it kind of like, it kind of walks the line of a French Riviera kind of feel to it. And, um, it's just gorgeous. Maybe not French Riviera, maybe like old Hollywood. I guess that's what I'm like going for. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, the guild hotel too. The guild is actually a property I worked on back when I was at my old hospitality job. And, um, I helped do all the base branding for it. And this is a really beautiful hotel. It actually was the old YMCA building in San Diego and they restored it and turned it into a historical landmark. And then the guild came in and was like, we're going to basically put this boutique hotel in it. And that one's right in the middle of San Diego. Um, my girlfriend actually was the interior designer and she led all the interior design. And I did a whole podcast and hotel tour on it. And it is stunning. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, has a great restaurant called Luca, a great bar. There's not too much to it. Like there's not a spa, there's not a pool. Um, again, it's like right in the heart of downtown. So you're kind of around all these big corporate buildings, but it's iconic. It's absolutely beautiful. So definitely the Lafayette, definitely the Guild, um, definitely the Pendry. The Pendry is kind of your like, like again, like your base level, like everyone goes and stays at the Pendry. Um but yeah, those are, those are some of the places that I would recommend staying for sure. Okay. Well, now that we have a pillow for our heads, let's get into our favorite segment where to eat. So Whitney, what are your top three restaurants and your favorite dishes at each? Okay. So my, let's see, let's start with like my, do you guys want like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner situation? Sure. That would be fantastic. Okay, cool. Okay. So for breakfast, everyone's going to say this, that you talk to in San Diego, you're going to want to go to morning glory. It is one of the most incredible build outs in all of San Diego that you've ever seen. And the reason why it's so incredible is because they put so much money into their interior design. It literally feels like you got out of, you walked up the stairs and like walked into like Alice in Wonderland. Like it's absolutely insane. Um, I don't know if you guys just, Huh? It's gorgeous. Are you looking it up? Yes. Share your screen. Share your screen. It's. I just want to see it. Okay, hold on. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. It's it's super cool. So I'm gonna plug another one. Um, this is actually one of my client accounts, and we just finished opening it, and it's called um, it's yeah, Morning Glories. It's beautiful. It's just it's art. You walk in, and it's straight up art. So the next place that I would go, that's like, has probably the best like vibe. And like, also the chef is incredible. The bartenders are absolutely amazing. Like they use, like, they're like really into like the Hillcrest community and Hillcrest is so much fun. So if like you're starting your day out, like it's a great place to start is breakfast and bubbles. Um, and that one opened in May 
and it's like just this really fun Instagrammable restaurant, but it's basically like also doubles as a champagne bar. So they're known for their cocktails. They're known for their champagne. Like you go in, like I would suggest getting like the sweet tower. There's like this gorgeous sweet tower just full of all this fun stuff. Um, that's where I would definitely start for breakfast. Oh my gosh. Now I'm like thinking of like 27 restaurants <laughs> I can send you guys. To. Um, so those are my two for breakfast. Those are the greatest. Yeah. Like I said, I'm like, so about like the Instagram worthiness. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to go travel somewhere, like take me to the place where like I, I get an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two for sure are going to give you that true breakfast experience. Now going into lunch, there is this amazing restaurant. And the reason why it's so amazing is because it's one of the best views of the San Diego skyline. Now the San Diego skyline can only be really accessed from like one of two places this is one place and the other place is actually on Coronado Island. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with San Diego, but we have this gorgeous bridge, Coronado bridge, you drop over. It's like this literal little Island that like people live on called Coronado. It's stunning. So this place is like the place where like anyone flying in from San Diego that has like never been to San Diego, you go there and you take them to lunch and you get Deb's coconut margaritas and you sit and you look at the skyline and it's called Costera. Yum. It's beautiful. Now the price point's like a little bit more like on like your luxury spend. Mm -hmm. So I would say definitely go there for lunch, get your table side guacamole made for you, get the coconut margarita and just sit back and enjoy the skyline. Like it sounds beautiful. So lovely. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. You're really living a hard life if you're, if you're living on Coronado <laughs> Island. I mean, I just looked it up and yeah. it's just, it's awful. It's- People that live on Coronado are like, literally, they could be, a, they could be living on a completely different planet. Like they don't leave the island. Like they raise their babies there. Like they are islanders is there, for life. Like is there a school on, is there a school on the island? Mm-hmm. Oh, cause I was like, I wonder if like the island kids came to me, but I guess not. Oh yeah. Like when we, like in high school, when we were playing like Coronado, I think it's like Coronado <laughs> high or something. I forget what it is. I was like, you guys all suck. Like um, you guys literally Islanders. live in the best place ever. And you like go to no high idea. school in the place. Like no idea like, what the rest of the world is like, <laughs> yeah. They just like bike to the grocery store, take a golf cart. I'm like, Oh my God. So cool. So yeah. Cool. All of us in East County are like, the fuck? <laughs> but <it's fine. laughs> Um, but yeah, so, okay. So that's your lunch place. Um, also San Diego has hands down the best Mexican food in the entire planet. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what anyone says. Like we have in the United States, we have the best Mexican food done. Like no, no question. So if you ever get to go through a drive-through Mexican food place, get a California burrito, It's a burrito that is carne asada, cheese, guacamole. Sometimes they throw sour cream, pico, and french fries. It'll change your life. Oh, french fries. Oh, it is so good. Move over Taco Bell. Yeah. Is is it always carne asada? Yes, it's usually always carne asada. Yeah. Do you not like carne asada? No, I just typically don't eat red meat, but I mean, (laughs) if if it's that good, I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely like you're like, I would say like, if you've been again, like my boyfriend, we were laughing at him because he spent the entire week last week ordering Uber eats and for every night he got a California burrito. And I was like, this is not healthy, but also like <laughs> you were like, that's what we were raised on. Like, instead yeah. of having like a ham and cheese sandwich, you went and got a California burrito. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's just what it was. Um, so yes, definitely go. If you get to like a really good place, see if they can actually cook it all in like a red hot sauce. Um, there's this place out in Ramona where they actually take all of the French fries and the carne asada and they like put it on the grill and put their red hot sauce all over it. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. It's life-changing. So so hungry right now. Sorry. So that's a little tidbit. Like San Diego has some of the best Mexican food in the world. It's great. It's awesome. If you go again, if you're looking like even like late at night, like go grab a burrito. It's great. Okay. Good queso. Do you have good queso? No, queso is like not really a thing down here. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. We're because yeah. yeah, we're bigger on the guacamole and the salsa for sure. No queso. Okay. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So for dinner, so there's a, gosh, there's so many amazing places for dinner. Um, I would have to say, I'm going to go with my favorite because actually, I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll just say both. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like determining between like my favorite and like what the place, like I should be recommending because like everyone like loses their mind. Actually, I got three places. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The first one I'm going to recommend is like the go-to spot in little Italy for a great meal. And every single time I've gone there, it's great food, great wine, like great family. Like it's the same family with their kids and they run this business called Barbusa. And it's an amazing Italian food place. Go there. They have this angel hair pasta that has like crab in it with a little bit of red sauce and like fresh Parmesan cheese. But like the red sauce is almost like a vodka based sauce. Absolutely incredible. They also do this family board. Like if you're going with friends and it's like giant, like it's like a couple feet long and it's just like all their appetizers. They have the best wine, great atmosphere, great family, great service. They're amazing love Barbusa. It's also like very, very trendy right now in little Italy. Like if you go out with your girlfriends, you go to Barbusa. It's always great. Okay. okay. Can you, can you make a reservation there? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes. Um, actually the two breakfast places I told you in the beginning, both of them don't do reservations. Those are walk-in only. Okay. Good to know. Very yeah. So know. do not go on a Saturday or Sunday. Try to hit it during the, like the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Okay. So my second recommendation is like your class A, everyone totally hyped up, like great, great experience, beautiful food, beautiful atmosphere. It's actually by the same, um, excuse me. It's actually by the same owners as morning glory. It's by the same restaurant group. It's called born and raised the steakhouse. And you can walk in, you can sit down again, stunning interior, great service, great food, beautiful. My favorite thing to do though, I'm going to tell you guys a little secret is go put your name down, go wait for a table and then go up to their rooftop. The rooftop is amazing. They have like, they have, I'm going (laughs) to, it's kind of funny. (laughs) They have these, they have these bathrooms that are like life-changing. So the (laughs) bathrooms you walk in everything's dark. Like everything's very dark, even though it's like an open air rooftop, like, or I guess it's like, it's like a halfway open air rooftop. You go in the bathrooms and they custom painted all of the toilets, like custom airbrush paint, like 
these intricate designs like it is like a work of art but it's their bathrooms and it's kind of like comical how much like money and detail they put into like a toilet right but, like right, right. it's like something you walk in you're like I you're like I gotta see it like I gotta see the toilet so what I do is I'll go up there I'll go to the rooftop I love ordering a dirty martini from there I like blue cheese stuffed olives I don't know if you guys are into that but that's my thing mm-hmm. I'll go up there we'll wait we'll have a great like maybe we'll get an appetizer or whatever then we'll go downstairs and grab our table so okay. born and raised is definitely the iconic spot everyone's going to tell you to go to born and raised they're going to be like just go to just to go see it now the last recommendation I have is like this place like has my heart and soul and maybe it's because like I so where I grew up uh, my whole family's from Ramona which is kind of like North County of San Diego, a little bit East. Um, but it's kind of known as like the horse town or like the farm town of like San Diego. It's kind of off the beaten path. And, um, there's this one place called Cowboy Star in downtown and Cowboy Star is like this insanely amazing steakhouse. Um, also beautiful interior, but very like understated, like doesn't try very hard. It's very like small and quaint um, best food I've ever had hands down. And they play like this old, like kind of classical music and Mm -hmm. everything inside kind of feels like you're at this like old, like very, yes, like authentic, like steakhouse that like, like out in Wyoming or Montana somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's just perfect. It's like, you go there, they give you this amazing, like bread. They have the most amazing steak, great wine, great drinks. Like it's, it's like the place where like, if I like have to take clients out or go to a business center, it's like the first place I suggest because it's just perfect. The ambiance is just homey and nice. And you're always going to get a good plate of food and great service. What was that called again? Cowboy star. Okay. I've never heard of it. And I feel like that's a good thing, you know, it's like also like, it's kind of one of those places where like in, Oh, I have a, I have a couple of good bars for you guys too. I'm going to recommend some bars after this. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of one of those places where it's like, it doesn't get a lot of hype. They don't do a ton of crazy marketing. They don't do a ton of crazy PR, but Mm -hmm. it is like a lot of people in San Diego don't really even know about it or like where it's located, Uh but it's a gem. But if you know, but if you know, you know, you know, you know, and you're obsessed. Like Mm -hmm. that's the only way I can get like my family to go downtown is if we go to Cowboy Star, like that's, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. What are the sides to get? Oh, okay. Um, So they do, they actually do this thing that I think is incredible. So they'll show you your steak selection, right? And then they have all these sauces. So not only are like your traditional sauces, like your chimichurri, your Bernese, like your, um, uh, the, uh, horseradish cream, creamed horseradish sauce, but they also do like a couple other ones. Like, I think they have like something similar. It's not the Bernays, but it's, I think they have like something like a Hollandaise or something else, but they have all these beautiful sauces. So you can literally order your steak and order all these other sauces and then like try them out with your steak. It's really fun. I always get mine. Um, gosh, I'm forgetting the exact term and I don't want to like misquote here, but I think it's called Oscar style. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think where it's like the, the, the asparagus with like the crab and like the Bernays over the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, I love, yes, I love the filet. It's absolutely amazing. I get it with that. And then the sides I'll do either their Mac and cheese, or I think they have, um, they had really good Brussels sprouts. I usually do that too. There's a bunch of stuff. 
Yeah. I'm um, like trying to remember. I'm like, I usually I go in there. I'm like one of everything. Like mm-hmm. I don't even care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before we move on to what to drink, I have to ask, and Katie's probably so sick of me asking this question to every West coaster, <laughs> but, um, in and out, is it worth it? Oh my God. The best, okay. the best. It is like, everybody says it. it's like, it's like what you've always thought a hamburger should taste like. Like, it's just very classic. It's very like, you know, yummy. I mean, definitely get it animal style. And then also too, if you're going to order the French fries, here's the thing about the French fries. There's like a big controversy because some people love them. Some people hate them. Order your French fries animal style. That way you get to like fully experience like the spread, the cheese, the grilled onions, like everything that goes into it. Um, and then definitely get a shake. Always. Okay. Okay. So both burger and fries animal style. Sure. Yep. Okay. Got it. Just do it up. Just go for it. Okay. I can't wait to finally. My my husband lives, his family lives in Texas. And so they have in and outs there. Yeah. And I've had it before. I've never had animal style. So, okay. Got to get an animal style, get your burger and your fries animal style. I think because like, I feel like people go in and they're like expecting this, like massive like burger or like some like crazy like recipe and it's honestly like it's it's very simple but it's very good um but the animal style is like what is going to change like your life like I think (laughs) I mean that's that's I ate in and out like every night in college it was my favorite (laughs) cool okay good to know we're going to be there next month so I'm going to try it and wait don't try it without me wait till we go to San Diego (laughs) and then we can try it together and experience it together Okay. okay. Are you okay. gonna eat so a burger? She's like maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll eat a burger. Okay, we I can will. maybe split, we'll split one. That's good. No, there I got the whole thing and the fucking Ooh, fries. Yeah, okay. There you go. Um. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm excited about where where we're gonna drink. So I know obviously you want to go and you want to like look over like you know the 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 gorgeous ocean and just where mm-hmm. are we going to get some really good drinks with good views? Oh, okay. So. Here, hold on. I'm now I'm, I'm like thinking about the views. I mean, Coastera, like, I'm going to tell you, you can sit your butt right there and you can spend five hours there and you will be so happy. Get like, okay. So for the view for that skyline view, get a picture of the coconut margaritas. They also have like seven other kinds of margaritas. They're fabulous. They're all made amazing. Um, that's a great one for margaritas and for a view. The second is called the neighborhood. It is in downtown. It's in East village. And it actually just went through a whole revamp, but the neighborhood you walk in and like the inside of it is like this cool little tiny speakeasy, like speakeasy feel bar. Okay. So feels cool. Looks cool. There's two other speakeasies inside of this bar and you have to find them. Okay. Okay. Oh, what? Yes. So San Diego. No one knows this. Everyone is going to tell you that San Diego has a bunch of speakeasies, but no one knows why. I'm going to tell you the history of it because no one talks about it. We love it. Okay. So San Diego obviously is like kind of like this port town, the Navy, the military, all this stuff is there, right? Like we're right on the ocean. Like things are constantly coming in. So back in the day, there used to be these things called rum runners. Rum runners used to basically during the prohibition, take all the rum, bring it in somewhere and hide it. So all of these houses inside of San Diego have these little weird 
hidden cavities, especially if they're very, very old and they have not been changed or like renovated. And this was during the prohibition time where people would go and store their alcohol and, or go make their own like alcohol in these small cavities. Right. So speakeasies were also a thing in San Diego. So a speakeasy, speakeasy was essentially a secret bar that people would go to, to go drink at that. You had to know like a secret password, or you had to know how to get in in order to get in. So there's a lot of them. And like, I'm like, I'm thinking like, there's probably off the top of my head, five or six in San Diego. And they're so cool because you do have to find like your way to them and, or like, you have to like go out of your way to like figure it out. So this place neighborhood has two speakeasies. I've only been to the one. I'm still trying to figure out where the second one is. And I don't want anyone to tell me because like, I really want to figure it out on my own, but I'm not going to tell you where the first one is, but the first one's called noble experiment. And it is the coolest craft cocktail bar you've ever been to the interior stunning. And you go in and basically a, um, mixologist comes up to you, asks you your spirit of choice, mm-hmm. and then they make you something on the spot. So there is no menu. Oh, stop it. I it love is, that. It is really cool. And they'll ask you like, you know, what's your spirit of choice? Like uh-huh. they'll walk you through it and then they hand you your drink and they tell you about the drink. That's so cool. Yeah. They're it, incredible. Okay. Like for the cost of one cocktail, could you like estimate how much that is? Oh gosh. I think it's, I think it's a little on the spendier side. It's yeah. definitely like you're, you're probably paying like 15 to $20 for a cocktail, yeah. but it's worth it. it it's worth, it's, the wor- it, it's worth the experience. Now that's also owned by the same owner as born and raised and morning glory. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So oh, that's wow. so they the- like run the town. Yeah, that is the, I think it's consortium holdings. Um, I don't think it is consortium holdings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's so the restaurant like- group. <laughs> Let's go back to you, like finding the speakeasies. Like, how are you finding, trying to find the second one? Like, are you literally like just walking around, just like pushing windows and like doors? (laughs) Yeah. What's going on here? (laughs) Before all this, it was like this really cool little like barbecue joint. Not even barbecue joint. That's like a wrong word for it. It was called the neighborhood. It was like a bar that like had burgers and like normal stuff. And then you had to find your way into normal experiment. Well, they renovated it. So now when you first walk in, it is like, this gorgeous laid out like bar. And I believe like all their food on there is like, um, not Dutch, but it's like some sort of theme, like from a specific area. So all the food on the menu in that first part is from a specific area. I want to say it was like, it's like an ode to like beer, like the history of beer or something. But I, again, I could be super wrong. Um, so anyway, you go there and then the second one, I have no idea. Like the first one, like you, you'll kind of catch on mm-hmm. and people kind of bum rush it because it opens the first part opens first. And then noble experiment, I think opens at like seven. Mm-hmm. I think, I feel like I'm giving you guys like false 95% taking that to the, to the Google grave. it, definitely Google it, but don't. Yeah. But I would say the second one, like I said, I haven't been in there. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's incredible. Okay. So when we come visit, we're going to get in and out and then we're going to find this place. I'm yes. Okay. It's we're on a mission. mission. We were in New York over Labor Day weekend and we went with our, one of our friends who used to live in the city. Yeah. And, um, we, it was called 
what was it called, Stephanie? Do you remember? I don't know. You're um, saying we. And by we, you mean, by we, she means her husband and her, not me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, you were there too, but we just didn't see each other. Um, anyways, but it was like, it like opened right at five. Mm. And it was like, obviously there were no signs outside. We were, it was a speakeasy. That's what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Um, and it was, we were like, where, well, I don't know where it is. We walk up those stairs right there in that house. We go anyways, it was a hot dog place. And so, but we, we kind of just stood there and like 10 Wait, people got in front of us. This is in San Diego. No, sorry. This is in New York. Oh, I was, Oh yes. Okay. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. How have I never heard of this place? <laughs> um, so like 10 people got in front of us while we were just like waiting to see how, which door to go in. And then it was like, we, it was like lined the, it was a hot dog place. I'm really good at telling stories. It's a hot dog place. <laughs> and then like I the knew. wall is lined and there's like a photo. There's like a, a phone booth and you go in. So I'm like oh, curious so cool. how it's, how it's so hidden that you oh, wait, don't see people. I feel go like I've in. been to that bar. Oh my God. Yeah. Is in it the East, East village? Yeah. And it's like, you go down the stairs and it's like a normal bar and they usually have like a DJ and stuff or no. Yeah. You go down the stairs to go into the hot dog place. There. I've yes. literally been there. Before. Oh my gosh. What is the name? Oh, I'm going to text my friend. I'll find out the name for you, but I've totally been there. I was there. We went for a marketing event for revolve and we were there, we're there with all these influencers. And one night me and my girlfriend, we were, we're not, I mean, we're on like the back end. We're like the marketers, like we're not the influencer type. So we go like just strolling around the city and we were, um, looking for baby grand, which is this tiny, tiny, tiny karaoke spot, but it rocks. Like people came in that were like straight off Broadway and we're just like busting it out. And we're like this whole That's little so place, pretty. like holds maybe like 12 people. It was so sick. Yeah, um, so small. and we were walking around and we were, we had met this DJ and he was like, come see our set. And we're like, okay, cool. And so we like walk in and it legit was a hot dog place. And we were like, there was a bouncer. Oh my God. I remember this so specifically. There was like a <laughs> bouncer and we became friends with the bouncer and he like opened it up and it, we like walked downstairs and it was a full on bar. Wow. I think this is the same place. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's very small. It's very narrow. It's there's like booths. Yes. And it's like very dark. Like you almost yes. kind of feel like you're in a basement. Yeah. And there's oh like a, God. there's a, there's an owl, there's yeah. a stuffed owl in the corner. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find it. I'm going to find it. Cause I remember I took a, I took, I was drinking a Corona and I was in like all my like revolve attire <laughs> uh-huh. and I took a photo there and I want to say I tagged the place. Please don't tell. Okay. No, no, no. It's called, please don't tell. Please don't tell. (laughs) It's called, please don't tell. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, I need to, are you looking this up right now? Can you share your screen? I want to see this. Yeah, share screen, please. Oh my gosh, dude. So it's in Criff Dogs. Yes. 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 You go down. So you go, go down in there and then you can see the little, let's see. Where's the, there's the phone booth and they're like, and then someone comes on the other line and you're like, hi, I'd like to come in. I don't know. I don't think I did it right. But I was like, did you, hey, there's four of us. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cool. It but is so sick. I love it. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes, yes, not... yes. That's it. Does that look familiar? This okay. Is it. The inside of the bar looks a little familiar, but I mean, a little different, but I mean, I, we could have been very easily drunk. So <laughs> you're probably just, you were probably just a little intoxicated. We were just making friends with everyone and thought everything was great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. Fun. That is so awesome. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so sick. So, okay. So we'll get back to speakeasy. So yeah. Thanks. Go to the, go to the neighborhood for sure. Go to Costera, have some margaritas. Um, there is a, okay. I'm going to tell you this one. This is also like, it's my personal favorite. And I think it's because I'm such an experienced person that I need things to like, feel like fun. Like I want to have fun if I'm going somewhere, I'm actually going to tell you two more. Okay. So the first one is a, another speakeasy, but it's in Pacific beach. So if anyone knows anything about San Diego, Pacific beach is like the college young people like party place. Okay. So there's all these, like, imagine this road that leads straight to the ocean and all these bars line the road. And then there's all these bars across the beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is like, you don't go there on a Friday. You don't go there on Saturday or Sunday because you'll be waiting two hours just to get into a bar. Like it is the college party area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure you guys can imagine exactly what that's like. Now, if you go a little bit inland, there's this really cute place called the grass skirt and it's also a speakeasy, but it's a speakeasy restaurant. So you walk in and it's, it looks like this tiny little pokey place, like a tiny little like make a poke bowl. They really do make poke bowls. And then you tell them I'm here for grass skirt and they open up the freezer and you walk through the freezer and you get to the restaurant and it's a tiki bar, but it's like a tiki bar restaurant. And the whole thing is animated somewhat similar to Trader Sam's from Disneyland. So if you order specific drinks or menu items, the whole bar comes to life. Wait, what the heck? That's what? So, I can't even Wait. picture that. And yeah. like the name Grasker, love that. It's Very honestly, cute. I've gone there. I think like, I think I went there back to back for both of my birthdays. Like, I think I turned like <laughs> 25 and I turned 26. I just went to the same place <laughs> in both years. Oh my God. That's so like cool. so embarrassing, but it's, it's no, great. that's so cool. Wow. Um, then the last, the last one is, um, Okay. It is. Hold on. I need to make sure I'm saying this one right because there's two of them. Well, I'll just tell you both of them. One of them is polite provisions and polite provisions is probably the one I'm sure scout maybe have mentioned, maybe had mentioned this, but also an incredible, incredible craft cocktail bar. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure right next door. No. Okay. I'm getting mixed up. No. Okay. So plate provisions, great place to go drink. Um, it's kind of like in the North park area. It's a little bit more inland. Again, you're not going to have the views, but it is super cool, super trendy, great, great, um, drinks. And then the second one is craft and commerce and craft and commerce is an awesome, beautiful, again, cocktail bar restaurant. Um, but inside of craft and commerce, there is Yes. Inside of craft and commerce, there is, um, false idol. And that is another tiki speakeasy, but you have to find it and you have to ask to go inside of it. And I'm not going to tell you what it looks like. Cause it looks insane. It's awesome. Also went there for my birthday one year. I'm just Wait, very I, careful. When I you, should look you it order. up. 
Don't look it up. Like, okay, just okay. go. Craft and Commerce, though, you walk in and it is stunning. Like, the coolest interior. Like, all these places are, like, I don't know, like, what San Diego has about interior design and craft cocktails and craft beer and all the craft shit, but, like, that's our jam. <laughs> Crafty. Crafty. <laughs> um, wait, I feel like we could do, like, a whole episode on the freaking speakeasy scene. I was literally you, just thinking that. Like, if you Gosh. guys gave me, like, a day to prepare, <laughs> I feel like I could fire off so many. Yeah. Um, I used to work Gosh. in downtown, so, like, we, it was, like, it was, this was all before the pandemic, but it was, like, one of my favorite times in my life because, like, we'd work our asses off. And then we had an office right in downtown that looked right over Peco park. So like every day at like five, we'd be like, you want to go grab a drink? Or like, you want to go to like get dinner real quick? And like, obviously like I had this huge long drive home. So I was like, I'm going to grab dinner before I go home. And so I just, yeah. I love it. The foodie scene is huge in San Diego and there's a lot of really incredible chefs and mixologists and, you know, brewers out here that are just, doing their thing and making it so special. And I think that's also kind of the cool thing about San Diego is like, you'll notice the San Diego community is like super, super big. Like people that like San Diego love San Diego or people that live here, like they love it. And they're very proud of their city. Um, and I think too, for us being like, you know, we're right outside of LA, we're not super big. Like people think like we're very sleepy, like Someone from LA once told me they're like, yeah, it's like the retirement home for people in LA. And I was like, fuck that. If people from LA started coming down to San Diego, like get away, like Please goodbye, don't, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. come down here. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot, you know, like there's a lot of also two incredible entrepreneurs and brands that were birthed in San Diego. Like, you know, Sujo is from here. June shine is from here. Like there's a lot of really awesome brands that are changing the game that were from people from San Diego. Awesome yeah cool okay well now that we're full from all the food we're a little tipsy let's talk about things to do so Whitney what are some activities or sites you'd recommend someone to see when they're in town okay so first things first you gotta get on the water scene um we actually have a friend that owns a sailboat chartering company and it's called sail san diego and it is the best experience you could ever do. So go book yourself a sailboat sunset ride with sail San Diego. I'm totally plugging them right now, but it's because I did honestly, I've spent my whole life in San Diego and it wasn't until like two years ago. I, we went on a sailboat with our friend Cal and it is so fun and so cool. And he brings some wine and like, they can even do charcuterie mm -hmm. and it's yeah. just, it's a vibe. So you gotta okay. go do that. What is the weather in San Diego in February? Because like I'm like we're coming yeah. and I love being on the, I love the water and I love charcuterie and this just, yeah. it's just screaming my name. We'll it's, book it tonight. I, yeah. We're, we'll I feel we'll like, book it tonight. <laughs> so I feel like we do get a little bit of rain, like February, March, like time, Damn it. but you know, again, like it's hit or miss down here. Like if we do have weather, it's like, no one was expecting that. Like when it rains, like people are like, what's happening? Like we don't, <laughs> we are not weather people down here. Canceled. Yeah. Um, I'm melting. So just try it out. Just play by ear. You should be fine. Yeah. But, um, definitely go sailing. Okay. Let's see. You're going to want to go to, um, gosh, there's like so much. I mean, I think La Jolla is one of the most beautiful spots on the planet. So if you get to go to La Jolla and go walk down and see the cliffs, see the seals, that's really cool. I feel like that's very iconic San Diego. Um, and then, 
kind of going from there, there's just, I mean, I, gosh, I'm like such a foodie and like, go eat, go drink. (laughs) Like that's like, that's how like I spend my time, but there's, um, that's how I spend my time. That sounds awful. I sound like a glutton and alcoholic, but (laughs) aren't we all? (laughs) I know. Um, but honestly, like there's like a bunch of stuff to do. Like I would even say like me and my family, like we'll always go down and go beach camping like a couple times a year. So even like getting a bike and like going and biking along the coast or go bike mm-hmm. along the bay, like we have an incredible San Diego Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of things to do. I mean, there's always like the sea world and like the, um, the, um, I think it's Belmont park where it's like, we have our little roller coaster and like theme park, which yeah. is super cute. Um, that's in mission beach, but all the beaches are really fun. Like you have OB OB is kind of like your, I'm going to say this probably not politically correct, but like, kind of like your very fun, like hippie free, like yeah. kind of area. People are very free, very kind of like loose, but it's also so fun to go down there and drink and eat. They have this place called Obi noodle house, which has these, um, it's actually, Obi Noodle House is part of a, another restaurant group and the owners or some of the owners, a part of no, Obi Noodle House actually launched Screwball Whiskey. Are you guys familiar with yes, Screwball? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Katie yes. introduced it to me. And that's like, to yeah. this day, the only shot that I can take and not Same. like want to like throw up. So it's good. not like, yes, it's right it's, down. Exactly. So Screwball, again, another San Diego based company. Wow. Um, but they started Screwball because they serve these things called peanut butter shots and it's peanut butter and Jameson, but they make their own house recipes. So it's not like you're straight up drinking peanut butter. Like it's like, tastes like a milkshake with whiskey in it. Like it is the most delicious shot you've ever had. So Obi's fun. Obi's great. Then just again, going up the coast, like go for a drive, like go see all the spots. Like there's too many spots to see in San Diego. I think that's why I'm having a hard time answering this question. (laughs) Um, but there's such beautiful, fun things to do. And especially like, if you get the chance to go walk around some of the neighborhoods, like you're going to find something so cool. Yeah. I'm going to call you out for a second. SeaWorld. Yeah, Yeah, I know where that's, that's our, I actually want to hear a funny story. Yes. Okay. So my great, she's my great aunt. Her name is Annie. She was Annie Eckes. She was the, one of the first women attacked by Shamu and she's in the documentary. She's the black and white video footage inside of blackfish, which by the way, pretty sure blackfish acquired all that content without any permission because we were not aware that great aunt Annie was in blackfish. So fun fact, Sue, right? Sue, Sue SeaWorld. So they go out of business (laughs) and no, um, that's just kind of like a family joke. Like we all like joke about it. Cause we're like, holy shit, that's like Annie. But, um, yeah. She was I never, I never watched blackfish because I'm very sensitive about animals, but did she, yeah. is she, did she, Oh, she's great. She actually she still, okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if she was still, I didn't oh. know. I was like, how do I ask? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. She's still alive. She's oh, okay. She good, is, good. Good. She's incredible. She, um, okay. So she went on and I think, I believe she like teaches art now she does. She kind of dabbled and like did a couple of things like throughout her life, like career wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's like not super against SeaWorld. I think because she was really 
big on the rehab rehabilitation program. So like finding animals that were like dying or like were sick, like SeaWorld would bring them in, basically rehabilitate them. And if they were able to go back into the wild, they'd release them back into the wild. If they weren't, they would stay in their facilities. So like, yes, SeaWorld is SeaWorld. And I think there's a lot of controversy, 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 controversy. There you go to it. Um, (laughs) Words are hard. But I think also too, you know, we're like, we're also the home of like, you know, Scripps Birch Aquarium. Like we're also the home of like some pretty, pretty incredible, like UCSD, like some pretty incredible science when it comes to, um, I am a marine biology. So I would counter that. I think, yes, there's a lot of problematic issues in and within SeaWorld. However, I think there's also a lot of good historically that they've done. And even to this point, like there's a part of me that like kind of walks the line on like, where do I stand? Because being native, like it's also hard when like you've grown up going to SeaWorld and like even now as like adults, like, you know, there's, you know, I see my friends like taking their kids and stuff to SeaWorld. And like, I have those memories, like in my heart of like going and like seeing all these like animals and even like now they have like the roller coasters and they're kind of phasing out like a lot of like the traditional animal shows that they even had so your heart naturally has this nostalgia where it was like oh like that kind of sucks like I used to like I wanted to do that with like my kids one day but then you also too have this whole other backstory where they are doing a lot and there's a lot more that I think is not talked about that they're doing to help really the ocean and really the science behind it and understanding animals, especially within like the San Diego, you know, community or the West coast waters and things like that. So it's hard. I feel like it rocked. It kind of like rocked our city. Cause we were like, where, like, where is this kind of coming from? Because the whole Bush farms family, like, I mean, they go everywhere from like, I, aren't they like in Florida and like across, like, or like some of them are in like the Midwest and stuff. Yeah. There's definitely one in Florida. Yeah. No, there was the Midwest. I don't know if there's one in the Midwest. Again, my, my information, I feel like it's like 95. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'm glad that I said, because I've never, I've, I don't, I, like, I, I totally understand the whole rehabilitation and like introducing them back. So I'm glad that I said something so that, you know, there's more, I have more education around it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, how do you watch that footage though? And like also hear from like the survivors on like, and not, and not have that view. I mean, like those, their stories are true. Like what happened to them is true. Like what they saw with dealing with the animals is true. So there is a lot of truth to it. I think that it's just one of those subjects where it's like, we're still learning and like, we're still educating ourselves on like, what was a little bit skewed, what's actually true. What was, you know, what is actually happening and what needs to be stopped. So it's, it's a very interesting interesting to I could be a whole podcast in and of itself is just SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we could go, we could go even further. Um, but yeah, so no, I mean, you're, you're talking to like the best person from San Diego to talk about SeaWorld because it's like my aunt, I grew up going there. I actually, when I first started college, I wanted to be a marine biologist because I was like, oh, wow. I want to swim with the dolphins and like teach them. But there's, um, there's, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of marine life programs in San Diego. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard about, um, there's like a dolphin program 
where they actually take dolphins and work with dolphins um, for like the military and things like that. And they help them like on missions and stuff. There's, there's a lot of really cool things that they do in San Diego. I mean, again, we're really military based city, but yeah, there's, there's some cool stuff. It's very great. Dolphins are so smart. Like they're one of, they're like very smart, like pigs too. Right. Did I make that up? (laughs) No, but like pigs pigs are smart. Pigs and pigs and dolphins are very smart animals. It's so funny that you bring that up. So again, my family's from like Ramona. So my family, they had pigs. Like I never had, actually my mom had a pig, but like, yeah, the pigs can like escape and like get out of their, their, their crate or like their little gate area. Like they're very smart and they can run and they can go away. Like they do their thing. Like there was one called Sue Sue. and I know I understand that because okay wait a pig call I know this wait a second it's like suey right I don't know are you impressed (laughs) I kind of am yeah I'm I'm so not an animal person like I'm the least like I I don't animals are not my thing but I do know that that to call a pig you have to say suey so that's funny that the pig's (laughs) name was Sue I yeah so her name was Sue she wasn't our pig per se, but my cousins live up there. And I remember I was sitting in my cousin's house one time and this pig just comes walking in the yard and my cousin's like, ah, oh, damn it, Sue. Like, come on, let's take you back home. And like had to walk her back to oh her my house. God. But wow. it's yeah, they're, they're smart animals. Wow. Sure. And I also think, um, I think I read, okay. I know Stephanie we'll move on. Okay, no, but, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm um, I think pigs and dolphins have sex for pleasure. For pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good for them. I think they're like, I know dolphins. I don't know about pigs, but that, that doesn't surprise me at all. And that's not how other animals are. No, uh, I don't think oh, so. Wow. That's so interesting. You know, that one though, I can't really touch on guys. I don't know enough. <laughs> about department. Come on, Whitney. I know. Anyways. All right. Back to San Diego. <laughs> Katie, I think it's time for a rapid it's fire round. Rapid fire Ready for rapid fire. Fun. Okay. okay. Number one. Uh most Instagrammable spot. Most Instagrammable spot's gonna be morning glory. Favorite pizza spot. Oh, Giovanni's off of Linda Vista, right down by University of San Diego. And what's your pizza order? Oh, the Geo special. It's actually my boyfriend's parents' restaurant, but it is a pepperoni cheese pizza with jalapenos and bacon. And it is fire. Ooh, little connection to have. It's, oh, I've, I've gained probably 25 pounds just by dating this poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Favorite San Diego. Okay. That's hard. Okay. It's so hard yeah. to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite San Diego event. Favorite San Diego event. Um, oh man, you guys. Um, okay. I'm going to say one of two. I know I'm going to say there's so many. Um, okay. Give us all of them. Okay. Um, we're going to start with the Padre games because go sports and that is our only sport team. And we don't like to talk about it, but the Padre stadium is hands down. One of the most beautiful stadiums I've ever been to. Also there's more like foodie food places by local San Diego business owners than like 
I don't, I want to say like any other state stadium, but that's not true. I, it's just, there's a lot and it's really cool to see like all of our, like all these amazing brands and small businesses inside of your own home team stadium. Um, so that's really cool. Del Mar fair is so fun. The racetrack is so much fun. If you've never been to a horse race, go see a horse race. It is, it's like the coolest thing ever, especially getting to dress up and hang out. Well, I've seen um, Peaky Blinders, so I'm, in, <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Um, I see Tommy Shelby. <laughs> see, there you go. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of music festivals, like music festivals are starting to have like a really big moment down here in San Diego, but there's this there. I think it's still happening. I don't know what's going on with it now because of COVID, but there's one called the Bro-Am, Bro-Am. And it's on Moonlight Beach, which is a very secretive beach, which I probably shouldn't even be like plugging right now because they'll be like, you're giving it to everyone that's not a local. But um, they do a music okay. festival and it's usually held and ran by the band Switchfoot. Oh, OK. We're still around. Mm-hmm. I think it's huh. called Bro-Amp. Yeah. Double check that too. You can just okay. need to fact check my entire <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, my like, God, I thought I knew San Diego, but maybe not. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, favorite coffee shop. Uh, there's this place called the Invigatorium. It's in East village. It is actually, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm okay to say this. It's actually a restaurant groups office, but they made it into a coffee shop with modern times and they serve the best coffees around. They're just delicious and yummy. Yeah. Do you have a coffee order that you, your go-to coffee? I like, and I'm kind of boring. I like my standard oat milk lattes. That's, that's me a little bit of honey, maybe a little cinnamon. That's it. That's Stephanie's favorite. Yeah. I don't know if you put the cinnamon. It's like, honey it's in like it. a warm hug. Like there's, it's just nice. <laughs> favorite spot to get wine and cheese. Oh, uh, Carruth, uh, sellers. That is, that is in. Little Italy, it is down off, um, it's Ivy street, but you'll look it up. You'll see it right across the street is urban wood. Another amazing, fantastic restaurant to go to. That's one of Brian Malarkey's restaurants. Um, but yes, Carruth is amazing. Um, Brian Malarkey, do you watch Bravo? Yes, I do. <laughs> Did you, do you know what I'm going to say? No, tell me. Beverly Hills. So Kathy Hilton is on Beverly Hills this year, uh-huh. Real Housewives, and she brought the girls to maybe San Diego and she hired Brian Malarkey. Also, I hope that's true, but I'm pretty sure uh, she was like, <laughs> I hired, I hired, I hired the Wait. private chef, Brian Malarkey, and he like cooked for them while they were in I think it was San Diego. I'm so impressed. I was like, how does she know this guy? What is she about to say? Just my my old aunt, uh, Kathy Hilton. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Brian Malarkey cooks for Real Housewives. I don't know how (laughs) I missed this, but now I need to go watch it. Yeah. He's he's fantastic. He um, actually, I know his wife, Chantel, and she's an incredible human being. They're both really awesome people. Wow. Yeah. Shout San Diego's to- a small town, man. You get <laughs> around. You get around. Um, we kind of touched on favorite season, summer. Mm-hmm. Favorite rooftop bar. Favorite rooftop bar. Um, okay, so I 
once upon a time hosted, used to be the hostess of this rooftop bar. And so I think I love it because it was really a bar that came to, or basically became a craft craft cocktail bar, right? When craft cocktails were like becoming a big thing in San Diego. Um, it's called the Nolan it's on top of a courtyard Marriott and they essentially were trying to become a speakeasy, but people really just know it as the rooftop bar in San Diego. So go to the Nolan. It's amazing. A fun tip. That's a hot take. There you go. Um, okay. Favorite <laughs> way you keep saying hot take today. <laughs> hot take is like something controversial, I think. Right. <laughs> Is it really like spilling yes. the tea? <laughs> yes. You're saying I thought it was like mean- a <laughs> no, you like, said it earlier, and I was like, that wasn't a hot take, hot tip, hot tip, hot Not tip. Hot t- yeah. <laughs> okay, hot, hot tip. So sorry. Well, honestly, guys, I, I, thought, I love this. You guys are I awesome. felt that the norm over a here bit controversial. So you guys can just go suck it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used it correctly. Okay. 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 <laughs> hot tip. Hot tip. Rooftop <laughs> bar at the courtyard. Okay. Favorite place to get dessert. <laughs> what? <Huh>? Favorite <laughs> place to get dessert or ice cream. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna. Can I tell you? Can I tell you my favorite donut shop? Because yes. it's not a dessert place, and I probably already know what Scout said for dessert. Um, there is this really cool, and again, you can tell I'm a lover of small businesses. Um, there's this really cool small business called Nomad Donuts, and they do like very gourmet, like different flavors, different kinds of donuts, and um, they're they're just amazing. Another incredible company, another incredible like small business entrepreneur, and best donuts you've ever had like the greatest like he there was one that was like a margarita donut which again like there's the other thing about san diego great margaritas everyone knows how to make a margarita it's actually funny you'll be sitting in an italian food place in little italy and people are ordering margaritas like that is that is our jam like mexican food margaritas tequila all that fun stuff nomad donuts for sure north park okay you could have donuts any time of day, so yeah. it's fine. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Favorite local business. Oh, um, do you want it to be a restaurant? Nope. It can be whatever. Store, boutique, anything, anything. My favorite local business is a boutique that has been one of the longest standing boutiques in, I believe, San Diego County. She has three locations. It's Swirl Boutique. Um, and she is an incredible entrepreneur. Um, she's actually someone that I look up to and is a friend of mine. Her name is Lisa Landers and she has dressed pretty much like any orange County housewife. She's thrown events. She's launched labels. Um, she's helped friends launch labels. She just gets it. And I feel like I could name drop all the celebrities that she's worked with, but she's just incredible. And she's actually someone that gave me a lot of my, um, event experience in marketing. So I used to do events for her and we still work really closely with her, but she's, she's incredible. Uh, scout said swirl boutique too. Did she really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Aww. And last but not least, what's the largest tourist trap? Mm. Ooh. I almost said SeaWorld. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
The largest tourist trap. I might say like, oh, well, like, okay. I mean, it is, but like, it's also like the best zoo around. The San Diego Zoo is like the best. It's again, one of the most beautiful places. It's fantastic to grab a beer and just go walk around, walk around on like a Sunday and see animals. Um, Balboa Park too, I feel like is a huge tourist trap, but again, like also very iconic, very beautiful. So like our tourist traps are like, they're also kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. I know. God, I feel like yeah. I sound like such like a brown noser for San Diego. I'm like, I just love it. Everything's great. Oh my god, that's wait. Funny. And then what do you think about Nobu? Oh, uh, in in San Diego. Yeah, don't go. There's way better sushi places to go to. Okay. See, yeah. that's the hot, hot take. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. okay. So, no. do you guys want sushi recommendations? Sure. I got, I got them on lock. Okay. Sure. There's this one place again super like it feels like a hole in the wall best sushi i swear i've ever had harney sushi in old town okay. there's another one called bamboo sushi that's out in grossmont so that's like probably a 30 minute drive away from the coast like you're gonna it's gonna be a trek um amazing amazing sushi as well there's also there's like your like party sushi places like pb sushi but it's actually people love pb sushi it's like pretty good but it's also like they bring you out like the beer towers and it's like every 21 year old that just turned 21 that's just pounding soggy and beer <laughs> um let's see what else yeah i mean definitely definitely harney sushi and bamboo sushi those are my those are my places man okay with all these wrecks we're gonna have to come for like two weeks dude i'm telling you i could do i could i could start a show just on san diego food jeez and we're um, going to start all right. podcast well, on speakeasies across the U.S. <laughs> I think and you should do yeah. it. No, do a vlog. So you have and to then go we're going we're gonna to start visiting all of oh, them. That'd be so yeah. much fun. Three so of we us. should actually do that. Yeah. I think uh, you guys need to do that. That sounds like that's happening. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip in general to share with our listeners? So it could be a mantra, a travel product, whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Okay. I'm going to, I've, this is probably, this is probably going to be a hot take. Cause I feel like this is controversial. Um, but I feel like when you go and travel, don't be afraid to spend money on things that you really want to see or the experience of things. So like, for example, like, don't be afraid if you've never flown first class to try and fly first class, just for the sake of the experience. Don't be afraid to go to that craft cocktail bar and spend $20 on a cocktail because you want to spend time enjoying your time and your experience. And I think in traveling, it is so expensive. And there's so many things that you have to budget for that. I think a lot of times when we go to go travel, we get so hyper-focused on our budget and what we're spending that sometimes we don't like go experience the things that we really want to. Um, and so kind of <laughs> becoming like an adult and like making my own money and then like going and traveling and like spending my own money, I started to realize like I was doing that. And now like, there's always like one day in my trip where I'm like, okay, it's time to like ball out or like we're going to this restaurant. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to pay attention. Like we're going to order like what we want and we're going to have fun. And like, we're going to do this because like, this is our memory and this is our experience. And like, we came all the way here to really enjoy this. And so I'm not saying like get crazy, but I'm saying like, don't be afraid to like, enjoy your time and enjoy your experience, especially if you're paying for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to say hot take because I totally agree. <laughs> I think that's such a good idea. And like, you don't want to like go home and you're like, I'm so excited. I finally visited 
And you're like, but yeah. I really wanted to go to that one restaurant or I really wanted to get that, but it was just too expensive. So yeah. like, no, no regrets, no regrets, yeah. just no plan regrets. it out, budget out. it out. Yeah. yeah. Save your money and go, you know, just, just have one experience like that. Or even like my boyfriend oh, yells wow. at me. Cause like, I'm such a, I'm like the type of person where it's like, I don't like, I want a nice hotel room. Like I want to like, look at the view. And like, mm-hmm. I, if I look at a parking lot, like I become the Karen. So like, <laughs> yeah. I'm very much that human being. So he, he like knows like, cool. Like we can go eat like California burritos out of a hole in the wall. She's happy, but like her hotel room needs to be like spot yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. All right. And where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah. So you can find me just at Whitney Eckes and Eckes is pronounced like a wet kiss. Um, I always have to tell people that because they're like, Eckes. I don't know. Um, (laughs) thanks. You can find, you can find more about get super, um, just at get super it's spelled G E T S U P R. There's no E or you can visit getsuper.com. And if you use code howdy 10, you get 10% off your first order. Ooh, wonderful. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for coming on today. We can't wait to come visit you and scout soon and see super and wait the pod you're starting up your podcast again, right? Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm also the host of a podcast called under the influence. But that's starting up again soon, right? Yeah, actually, um, I don't know when you guys are planning on launching this, but it'll probably be launched by then. We're I launching we're gonna, this Friday. Yes. Okay. So we're going to release next Tuesday. So super okay. will be super and the podcast are going to be like, they're going to be launched. Yes. Fun. They'll Perfect be live. Timing. Perfect timing. Yeah. Okay. Well, it thanks works. again. Oh, go ahead, Katie. No, I'll say it after. I was just going to say thank you again. So you can go. I was just <laughs> you guys, I, was I love you. Say, we definitely have to get like a script so that we can oh. also. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. For the super, we're gonna read. And oh add. my gosh, yeah, dude! I literally like. I'll send you guys some. I'll send you like. Send me. Um, I'll have Kelsey email you. Get all your guys's information. We'll send you some boxes, and then we'll send you a script. And that is a wrap on San Diego. If you want more of San Diego or anywhere on the West Coast, let us know who and where we should interview next. And if you found any value in this episode, I ask you to please share that with your local gardener, your general contractor, or your veterinarian. Tune in next week for our next episode. (laughs) It's a surprise. But once again, thank you again for tuning into another episode. Have a fantastic week and sayonara. Sayonara.